all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Ah, feel the whoa with Listerine at BJ's. You can save $2.50 now on Listerine products like Total Care Anti-Cavity Fluoride Fresh Mint Mouthwash or Cool Mint Pocket Packs Fresh Breath Strips at your nearest BJ's location. Experience the feeling of a million germs zapped in seconds with Listerine. Discount available through December 24th. Save now only at BJ's. Shalom. Come on in, everybody. It is Monday night. This means it's time to command your day and command your week with the power of prayer. Come on. Just a couple of minutes before seven o'clock. Let's uh, I'm on uh, Facebook, Insta- or excuse me, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, the Harvest Channel a little earlier than normal um, to give you an opportunity to share. We'll add our Instagram fam in just a moment. But come on in. Like this video. Tell me where you're watching from and share, share, share. When you share, people get saved. Guys, over 500 people have given their lives to the Lord so far this year to God be the glory for that. Come on. Can we celebrate that? Can you put that in the chat? Let's celebrate that uh, today. We're super excited about it. Come on in. Like the video. Tell me where you're watching from and share this video. Let's go ahead and add in our uh, Instagram fam, and we will be live everywhere. Come on in, everybody, everybody. Let's go, let's go, let's go. It is Monday night. Listen, it is also my birthday. It's my birthday. Listen, um, and to God be the glory. Thank you all so much for so much love that you have sent my way so far today. Looks like there's a little delay on my Instagram. There we go. Okay, they're finally up. Uh, So much love that you all have sent me today. Let me tell you something. I absolutely appreciate it. Thank you all uh, again so much for all of the love that you've sent my way. Uh, Hey, Dallas. uh, Hey, or no, Dallas, Georgia. That's Atlanta. Hey, Tampa. I see you in the building. New Jersey, Aurora, you are in the building. Come on in, guys. Let me know where you are watching from. Speak to me. Shalom. That's a Hebrew word. We use it harvest. Why do we use that? Uh, um, it is a word that we use that means nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing like it, and all is well. Come on in. All right, come on in. Baltimore, good to see you. Where else you watching from? Where else you want to from North Carolina? Good to see you. Thank you so much. I appreciate uh, you. Listen, one of the things I want to encourage you to do is anytime you step into a new year of life, and guys, while I'm talking, make sure that you share before we get into Shottown. What's going on, Shottown? Good to see you. One of the things I want to make sure that you do, McDonough, that's Atlanta Metro. One of the things you want to make sure you do every new year of life, you want to make sure that you speak into that year. Uh, you want to prophesy. We're not talking about that right now. You want to prophesy into this year. All right. And uh, and so in all of that, you want to make sure that you're moving in that. We want to stay focused on prayer. We want to make sure that you're moving in that every year that you get. You want to speak over your year. All right. Can I just get you to type these words on the screen? My year. Type it on the screen. My year. You want to, God bless you. Thank you, sir. Hey, Memphis, good to see you on the Harvest Instagram. You want to speak life over your year. All right. So tonight we're going to start prayer. How many people you have already had a birthday in the first 10, 10 months of this year? The first 10 months of this year. Good guess, but wrong. The first 10 months of this year. Let's stay focused on prayer. First 10 months of this year. First 10 months of this year. Wave at me. Wave at me if you've had a birthday already in the first 10 months of this year, because I want to teach you something. I actually want to walk it through with you, and we want to cover this year of life for you, all right? So I don't care if it was in January. If you've already had a birthday, we want to speak life over this year. We want to speak life over this year, all right? Let's go. Father, in Jesus' name, we honor you and we bless you, God. We thank you for your goodness, your love, your mercy, your kindness, your compassion. This day, God, we first and foremost, before we ask you for anything, we ask for forgiveness for all of our sins, God, those committed knowingly and unknowingly. God, forgive us for our sin. That is the mistakes that we've made. God, we ask that you forgive us for our iniquity. That's the generational sin that's been passed down and around. And God, we ask that you forgive us for our transgression. That is where we have willfully deviated from what we knew to be correct. And God, tonight, we thank you that we are forgiven. Come on, say, I'm forgiven. We are forgiven tonight. And for that, God, 
We say thank you. Come on, Twitch. I see you in the house. We say thank you tonight. God, I cover everyone that has already had a birthday in the first 10 months of this year. And God, we speak over this year. We speak life over this year, God. We pray. And that this year of life will be a life, a year, God, where they are, God, where they are wiser, where it is a year, God, where they are stronger, where it is a year, Lord, that they are better, where it is a year, Lord, that they are more mature. God, we thank you that even in this year of life, God, that it will be the best year of life yet. It will be the best year of life yet. It will be the best year of life yet. Why? Because you are the God that does exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think. So in Jesus' name, God, we don't limit ourselves by saying the best ever, no, because the next year you will exceed yourself. But God, we thank you tonight in the name of Jesus for those that have already had a birthday. So far this year, God, we speak life over them. Zoe, that's a Greek word, which means they've got so much life that they are bringing others back to life. And for that, we say thank you right now in the name of Jesus, God. We rebuke the enemy. We rebuke the enemy, God, for making them think that as they increase in years, that they have somehow decreased in possibilities. Mm -mm. The Bible says that Caleb said that he was just as strong when he was 80 as he was when he was younger. In other words, God, I pray that there would not be a decrease in possibilities as we age, but God, but there would be an increase in possibilities that we would do more that you would do more, God, uh, in these days of our lives than you've done in the previous years. Come on, I need somebody to talk to me tonight. God, we thank you in the name of Jesus that we would rebuke the feeling of any lacks of accomplishment, where any would think that they have not done what they intended to do by a particular age. God, we send that back to hell from where it comes in the name of Jesus, God. You used Moses when he was 80. He did more between 80 and 120 than he did the first 80 years of his life. Father, but then on the flip side, you prepared yourself, Jesus, God in a body. For 30 years, you prepared for three and a half. You did more as a millennial, Father, uh, than others did, God. We thank you that each of us, God, has a specific assignment, has a specific purpose in the earth. And God, forgive us for comparing what we're called to do to what somebody else is called to do. Father, forgive us for comparing our journey, our walk, our path with somebody else's in the name of Jesus. But we speak that we are right on schedule. We thank you, God, that we are right on schedule that we are exactly where we're supposed to be, doing what we're supposed to be doing, exactly how you have ordained. We speak that now. Somebody type that, I'm on schedule. We are right on schedule, God. We thank you that even the delays that have come up, even the delays, God, that perhaps we even cause, Father, we thank you that you are the God that can redeem the time. You said in the book of Job that you would restore the years uh, that the locusts have stormed. Locusts are Hebrew idiom for bad decisions. You're the God that can even redeem bad decisions and make them work together for our good, according to Romans 8 and 28. So we declare we are on schedule. Father, we rebuke the enemy for making us think it's too late or it's too early. We rebuke those that say it's not time. The Bible says that now is the time for the saints of the Most High God to rise up and to possess the kingdom. God, that's who you said we could be. That is what you said we can have. And so in Jesus' name, God, we declare that we're exactly where we're supposed to be and doing exactly what we're supposed to be doing and that we are right on schedule. We come against every thought of self-deprecation. Y'all pray with me. Of self-deprecation. What is that? Well, we begin to depreciate ourselves, depreciate our value, depreciate our journey, depreciate our struggle, depreciate what we've conquered, depreciate what we've done. And God, instead, we appreciate. We appreciate you because you are the God that have brought us this far. We are not those, God, that Hebrew says that will draw back. We are not those, God, that will pull back simply because we see some turbulence. We are not those that will give up simply because we see something negative. We are not those that will give up simply because something's not going the way that we would like for it to go. But we are those that fight harder. Come on. Father, I pray that you would stir up the warrior, stir up the gladiator that is on the inside 
of all of us in the name of Jesus. Your word says, I say it often, Proverbs 28, that the righteous are as bold as a lion. So tonight, God, we thank you that we are bold. Type that, I'm bold. What does boldness mean? It means, God, that we are like David. We do not run from an enemy. We run to an enemy. We don't run from a fight. We run to a fight. God, I'll show you. I need some of y'all watch me to get your boldness back because you have allowed fights to beat you down to where you just watch me. You you will uh, you will avoid progress because you do not want to disturb your peace. I'm gonna say it again. Father, we rebuke, Father, the mentality that avoids progress because we do not want to disturb our peace. No, boldness says I will do what I've got to do and get in the face of whatever I've got to get in the face of to accomplish what God has sent. And sometimes progress means that we have to temporarily disturb our peace, but we will not be bothered. We will not be stopped. We will not be shut down. Instead, we shut the plans of the enemy down. Father, we bind up every negative thing that we've spoken out of our mouths concerning our lives, concerning our future, and concerning what you called us to do. Father, we bind up right now every word that we have come in agreement with that somebody else has spoken that is negative. Father, you said in Mark or in Matthew that we would have to give an account for every idle word that is spoken. And so in Jesus' name, God, we ask that you forgive us. Uh, Matthew 12, 36, for every idle word. What does that mean? Words that we spoke in moments where nothing was happening. Moments, words that we spoke in moments where our life was at idle. What does idle mean? Nothing good is happening, but the engine is still on. Forgive us, God for the doubt we spoke. Forgive us, God, for the frustration that we spoke. Forgive us, God, for the mess that we spoke. And for that, God, we say thank you in Jesus' name. Come on, everybody say amen right there. You know what? I may have not put badges on. That may have been my fault. I may have not hit the badge button over here. All right, listen. If you're just coming in, do me a favor, like this video, tell me where you're watching from, share this video. We're on a ton of different platforms tonight. Good to see everybody on prayer. We gather together every single Monday night to pray. Let me say this. We did um, on Saturdays, uh, on Saturday, I did a preview of Sunday's message. It was absolutely amazing. Do you hear me? It was amazing. And Instagram had a bug on the Bishop Foreman Instagram and it did not have any audio to it. So we reported it to them. And uh, and so if you're having any issues with the Bishop Foreman Instagram, be sure to let us know. But the badges, though, that's my fault. I didn't hit the button. All right. Um, so for those who want to sew through badges, normally you're already doing that. Uh, it was amazing. I, I mean, it really this is why I encourage you. I know you can always go back and look at the replays. But can I encourage you to make it a point? That's a great example of why you absolutely want to be on the lives. All right, what's the best way to stay connected? To know when I go live is to get our app, the Harvest Church mobile app. You can get it uh, by texting the word HARVEST to 877-552-4746. Right, on the live, I can't turn, once I've already started, I can't I can't turn it on once I'm bad. Well, I don't know how to turn it. Let me say it that way. Maybe I can turn it on, but I don't see a button to turn it on. After I've already started, all right. Um, the badges. Let me see. There's a smiley face, but no, that's for something else. Oh Lord Jesus, I don't know what I've done. Come down, smiley face. Go away. There we go. All right. So get our app. Text harvest to eight seven seven five five two four seven four six. All right. Um, so listen, and again, if you haven't shared, I need you to share tonight. So listen, come on, Denver. So listen, um, so yesterday's word, right? Um, at the 9.15, I did not even get an opportunity to finish the message, um, and then I finished it at the 11.15. Can you just, if you saw the message or you were present in Denver, hey, Austin, Texas, good to see you. Um, can you do me a favor and type on the screen what the word spoke to you? How did the word bless you uh, on um, this uh, uh, this past uh, yesterday? How did the word bless you? Good to see you, Naperville. How did the word bless you? Uh, how did the word bless you? How did the word bless you uh, from this past Sunday? Look, I see some of your responses. Look at all the fire here. Come on, that's from Twitch right there. Look at that. Wow, wow. Look, uh, look at that. All right, so many responses that we've got. Come on here. I'm a chief. Woo, that was good. Cut them LMAs. That, that was from Saturday. That was good. Somebody said I had ashy knees after the experience. Amen. All right. That's because you were a prop. The Lord used you. You were an actor on Sunday. All right. Come on, talk to me. Rise. This is good. This is good. What else? Talk to me. How did the word speak to you? The cage only has one wall. That's good. All right. That is really good. A lot of fire. All of it. Breakthrough. This is good. This is good. God is protecting you 
from you and from your enemy. Oh my God, ain't that something no? Um, getting you to your face. This is good. This is good. I stream it. Encourage me to keep enduring this race. Come on. God is not only blocking my enemies, but dealing with me to make me better. 1115 was a straight confirmation of my present journey. Come on, Atlanta. It blessed me. You pay now, you pay later. You pay later, you pay greater. Listen, that's what it is. Um, there, uh, that anything that has hurt me, I have to go back and remember so God can show me the lesson I can receive the wisdom. This is so good. Um, listen, the Bible says, and Isaiah, behold, I do a new thing. Now it springs forth. Can you type the word now on the screen? Now it springs forth. And here's what the Bible says. Shall you not know it? In other words, it's happening. But but for some reason, you're not paying attention to what's happening. Um, and for many people, it says forget those things. Uh, do not remember the form of things. Here's the deal. You remember the lesson, but you need to forget the pain. I'm going to say it again. You remember the lesson, but you need to forget. You need to not live in the pain. Uh, if you live in the pain, then that becomes the place that you live in perpetuity. And you don't want that to be your life. There was so much in it. And tonight, um, there's three assignments that I've got in prayer tonight. Uh, three assignments that I've got in prayer tonight. The first thing, first assignment that I have, um, you'll notice if you follow me on social media, um, that I've been posting a lot of things about suddenly, about suddenly. Um, and so one of the things that happens, anybody want to see God do some suddenly things in your life? Like, um, like, and I'm not talking about what you can do. See, there's some suddenlies you can make happen for yourself. Let's cover that in prayer. There are some suddenlies where you're waiting on God and God is like, but you can do that. And, and I need you not to ask God to do what you can do. Oh my God. I need you not to ask the Lord to do what you can do. If you can do it, you got to do it. Father, in Jesus' name, show us in our lives the suddenlies that we can make happen. There are certain things, God, we don't have to wait on you. We can make it happen ourselves. So in Jesus' name, God, I pray that every suddenly that we can make happen, God, that we would make it happen. I pray that we would not be sitting back in a seat of anticipation, an expectation of something we can do. If we can do it, God, show us what we can do. If we can make the call, show us who to call. If we can send in the paperwork, show us who to send it to. If we can send the text, show us who to text. If we can make it happen, show us how to make it happen, God. We will not be those that sit back passively waiting on you to do something we can do ourselves. So God, show us what we can do in Jesus' name. With the suddenness we can make happen. Woman with the issue of blood, she made it happen. Why? She said, "If I in herself, the Bible says, if I can touch the hem of his garment, if I can get to him, I can make it happen. And for that, God, we say thank you. Uh, Father, uh, when, Mo when you parted the Red Sea, Moses had to lift his hands. He made it happen. And then you came and did what he couldn't do. Father, show us how to do what we can do so that you can do what we cannot do. Show us, God, how to do what we can do so that you can do what we cannot do. God, in fact, we declare that we are those that are doers. The Bible said, blessed are those that are not just hearers, but those that are doers. We are doers of the word. So in Jesus' name, there are some suddenlies that we can make happen. And we will not be passive. We will not sit back. We will not, the testimony of our lives will not be that we sat waiting on you to do for us what we could have done for ourselves. That's what the Bible says. Let the weak say, I am strong. What does that mean? Is that even in a moment of weakness, we have to declare our strength. I pray God that you would open our eyes to show us what we can do. In Jesus' name, we pray. Come on, everybody. Everybody say amen right there. That's a good note taken right there. I love that. All right. So listen, y'all. One of the things um, and now that's that's so good, because for some areas of your life, there are things that you are waiting on God to do and you can do. I'm just waiting on them to call me back. You call them. Who am I talking to right there? That's a that's a confirmation for somebody right there. Who is that just talking to? Wait for me. I'm just waiting on them to tell me whether or not they're going to approve it. Call call the supervisor of the approval department. You dealing you dealing with workers. You need to deal with who's in charge. I need you to boss up. Y'all ain't talking to me. Who am I talking to right there? All right. There are certain things you can make happen. You do not have to sit back. But I'm just seeing what the Lord is going to do. Okay. Well, but you need to do everything that you can do. Noah built the ark. God didn't. Noah built the ark. God didn't. 
Noah built the ark, God didn't. What are you supposed to be building that you're waiting on God to build? Father, show us, Jesus. Come on, y'all. What are we supposed to be building that we are waiting on you to build? What are we supposed to be doing that we are waiting on you to do? In Jesus' name. Come on, somebody type, show me. Show me. Show me. Show me. All right? Um, you, you know, there's, 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 that's what the Bible says. Let me go here. And it talks about um, miracles. It talks about the gifts of miracles. I want you to pay very close attention to what the Bible says. All right. Let me give it to you. That's going to be uh, uh, that's going to be uh, first. Uh, where do I want to take you? Let me take you here. All right. Uh, I'm going to take you to let's go. You can go first Corinthians and uh, you can go chapter 12. First Corinthians, and you can go chapter 12. Um, and what you will discover is that it is called the working of miracles, the working of miracles, which means, look at me, look at me, miracles have to be worked, which means you're going to have to work them. It is not just going to happen. That's First Corinthians 12 and 10. It's not just going to happen. You have to work it. So you need to show him what to work. Do you hear me? You have to show, you have to ask him, Lord, show me what to work. Because sometimes you're literally waiting on God and literally it's not called miracles. Now, often in church, we'll say miracle signs and wonders, but that's not what the Bible calls it. The Bible calls it the working of miracles, which means you're going to have to work with God to get this done. Come on, let's cover that in prayer. God, show us how to work with you to get it done. Show us how to work with you to get it done. The, they had to give you the two fish and five loaves for you to do something with it. They had to release so you could increase. They had to give it to you so you could do something with it. But they had to have something to work with. They had to have something to work with. They had to have something to work with. So in Jesus' name, God, we thank you right now. Right now. God, that we would work miracles. Show us how to work with you. Show us what to work so that we could see the miracles manifest. They do not just happen. They do not. You don't just drop them out the sky. You make them happen in Jesus name. All right. Um, so that's number one, because some of y'all like, Lord, 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 when are you going to do it? And God is like, listen, like I work with me here. Give me something to work with. Give me something to work with. Give me something to work with. It's the working of miracles. We like to say miracle signs and wonders, but that's not what the Bible says. The Bible says it's the working of miracles. You got to work them. 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 So, which brings me to the second thing. So the Lord over the last several days, he says, I want you to just put, keep suddenly, keep that word in the atmosphere. Keep that word in the atmosphere. Keep that word in the atmosphere. Can I get you to just say it no matter where you're at? Even if you're sitting next to a coworker, just say suddenly. Forget them. They ain't got they ain't, they ain't got what you need. Forget them. He said, son, keep that word in the atmosphere. He said, because I need you. Watch me. I need you to have that word around you. Because there's a very powerful scripture. I want to give you this. I want to give you this. I want to give you this. Psalm 103 and 20. Psalm 103. And 20. Just somebody typed that on the screen. You can go back. If this thing keeps giving me this Biblia, my goodness. Psalm 103 and 20. All right. Um, I'm going to read it in a couple of different versions. Um, uh, let's start with English Standard. Listen to this. Bless the Lord, O you his angels, you mighty ones who do his word. Listen, who do his what? Word. Listen very carefully. Obeying the voice of his word. Listen, listen, obeying the voice of his word. I'm going to say it again, and I need you to catch it. They obey the voice of his word, which means when I'm speaking the word, watch me, watch me. When I'm speaking the word, they're obeying the voice of his word. The angels cannot distinguish between him saying it and you saying it because it's something he said. Come on, y'all. So watch me. Let me give you another version. Let me give you another version. Let me give you another version. Uh, let me give you uh, 
Let me give you another one. <laughs> this is pretty similar. Uh, Net Bible. Praise the Lord, you angels of his, you powerful warriors who carry out his decrees and obey his orders. Uh, New Heart English. Praise the Lord, you, all you angels of his who are mighty in strength, who fulfill his word, obeying the voice of his word. Now, here's what I want you to understand. One of the reasons why I have you always say so much, even in church, I have you say this, open up your mouth, say this, open up your mouth, say this. It is not just to, to do it for form and fashion. It is because it is a spiritual principle that they are listening. You literally have angels. That the messengers is what the word angel means. You've got messengers who are literally standing ready to make something happen as soon as they hear his word. As soon as they hear his word, they obey the voice of his word. All right. And so why is this important? Because the Lord said, he said, son, the, the word I need you to keep in the atmosphere is suddenly. He said, I need you to keep that word around you suddenly. I need you to keep that word around you suddenly. I need you to keep that word around you suddenly. I need you to keep that word around you suddenly. Um, and so he said, son, I'm about to use you back to this working of miracles things. You ready? I'm about to use you and you're going to make some stuff happen for people suddenly. He said, you're about to release suddenlies because I'm about to release suddenlies for you. Y'all better hear me tonight. I need you to, I need you not only to speak it, but then I need you to make things happen for people suddenly. Um, yesterday at the 1115, he told me to lean over to somebody and y'all, y'all, if you've seen social media, if you were at church yesterday or you watched the 1115, you saw at the 1115, we did something. Watch me. It was something, it was simple, but it was suddenly. And you all know Harvest, we bless people all the time. Um, but, but the Lord said, do it suddenly. He said, listen, he said, just do it. Just, just hurry up and do it. Just hurry up and do it. Uh, he said, I need you to make it happen for somebody else because then I'm going to make it happen for you. You're going to speak it, watch me, and then you're going to make it happen for somebody else. So here's the second thing that I want to cover in prayer, all right, uh, tonight. Uh, and guys, if you're just coming in and speak to me, let me know where you're watching from, share the video, all right, on all of these different platforms that we're on. Um, and, so, and so I want you um to not only speak that we're going to speak some suddenlies in your life now remember suddenly are some things you need to do but then suddenly there's some things that god has to do that you cannot do god has to do it uh, moses couldn't have parted the water god had to do that the woman with the issue of blood she couldn't heal her body god had to do that she could only do her part right so suddenly you have to do your part but then in addition to that, there's some stuff that you can't do that God is going to have to do. So I want to cover that tonight um, because for many of you, listen to me, in the last 13 days of this month, that's what your life is going to be. Suddenly, after suddenly, after suddenly. After, listen, some of you all take too long to do what's too simple. So we're about to shut a few things down. We're about to shut down your hesitation. We're about to shut down your doubt. And we're about to shut down, watch me. You overthinking what is too what is simple. Father, yeah, let's go. We shut down our overthinking, our overanalysis. Father, there are certain things that we must simply move in and move in quickly. And we do not have the time to sit back in a seat of overthinking, of overanalysis, of overanalyzation, of overaiming. Father, it was not David's aim at Goliath that made him take Goliath down. It was that David decided to finally fire. And so in Jesus' name tonight, God, I pray that we would come off of hesitation. I pray, God, that we would come off of delay. I pray, God, that we would come off of waiting on what it is that we have the power to change. In Jesus' name, we shut down overthinking. If you are tonight on any of these platforms or somebody that deals with overthinking, I need you to wave your hand at me right now. Watch me, because the enemy will try to make you think you're being spiritual when really it is a form of fear. It is a form of fear. Father, we shut it down tonight in the name of Jesus. And I pray, God, here it is again, Proverbs 28, that the righteous are as bold as a lion. A lion does not think twice before he pounces on his prey. A lion does not think twice before he uh, takes advantage 
of an opportunity. So God, I pray that we would literally match that characteristic. God, that we would be those that would move and move with aggressive faith. Come on, type aggressive. That we would move God with aggressive faith. Faith without works is dead. So aggressive faith means aggressive works. We will not wait. We will not sit back. We will not overthink it. We will not uh, run it through this and run it through that and run it through that. Father, if you say it, we will believe it. We will do it. And that will say, settle it. If you said it, we will believe it. That will set it, settle it. If you said it, we will believe it. That will settle it. If you said it, we will believe it. And that will settle it. In Jesus' name. Come on. Somebody type this on the screen. I will not overthink. I will not overthink. Listen, so I, I listen, let me have a moment of transparency with you. I am a planner. I am a strategic planner. I like to plan. I like stuff laid out. I do not like last minute. I do not like surprises. And anybody else like that? Like that's my natural personality. But here's what I discovered about it. I asked myself, why did I become that way? Why did I become that way? Part of it is I've been a chief executive since I was an adolescent. So when you're building business, when you have to think as a chief executive, um, you have to make decisions that are calculated decisions. Watch me. Sometimes, though, in your calculation, watch me, you will you will calculate God, not in your calculations. I'll say it again. You will remove God from your calculations. I'll say it a third time in a different way. Your calculation will be totally predicated upon what you believe, not necessarily what God can do. So for many Christians, you do not live by faith. You do not actually have faith in God. You have faith in your calculations. Who am I talking to right now? Come on. We're about to set you free tonight. This is about to end tonight. Because I think there's some settlers that are about to hit your life. Just like yesterday, somebody was praising God. I leaned over and said, tell me what you don't have. <laughs> Suddenly, for some of you, God's about to lean over to you and say, tell me what it is you want me to do tomorrow. <laughs> Suddenly. Suddenly, angels are standing by waiting to hear the word. But watch me. But instead of you walking in the word, moving in the word, you calculating. Who am I talking to? You calculating. Well, let me think about this. And I'm not saying be irresponsible. Please hear me. I'm not saying be irresponsible. But can I be honest with you? If you don't take risk, one of the things I spoke over this new year life for me, I said that this year I will take, I will take my biggest risks. I said, I will take my biggest risk this year. I said, I will do that. I said, that is my decision. I said, I have decided that if it's risky, I'm probably going to do it. All right. If it's risky, I'm probably going to do it. If it's risky, I'm probably going to do it. Why? Because no risk, no reward. Faith, if you want to make it super simple, is risk. Is risk. Is risk. Is risk. So my, my, my personality is I calculate stuff and, and I do all that. And that's right. And that's good. And there's wisdom there. One of the things I noticed is that sometimes you spend all this time aiming that you never fire. Somebody says, you in the Kool-Aid business. What's the flavor? Red. <laughs> I, listen, you spend all this time aiming that you never, ever fire. All right. Um, and so consequently, here, here we go again. You'll sit back and you'll say, God, what's up? What's going on? What's happening with my life? Like, what is the problem? And God is like, you ain't done nothing. Like, what? listen, what do you, Hebrews 10, let me give you scripture. Let me give you scripture. Hebrews 10 and, um, and 35 and 36. Let's go. All right. Somebody said, totally me. Wow. Wow. Come on. I, look at this. I just got a new job offer. I asked God to make it clear on prayer. My biggest concern is risk. So the fact that you are saying this is the Holy Ghost. I got that ghost, not to guess. Speaking of ghosts, I need y'all to share on all these platforms. Let's see more people reach tonight. Hebrews 10.35. So do not throw away your confidence. Ooh. The reason we overcalculate is because we lack confidence in God and we have more confidence in our calculation. I said it. I said it. What you going to do? I said it. The reason, watch me, that this is interesting is because we often have more confidence in our calculation than we do in God. Who can be honest with me? I'm talking to me first. I'm talking to me first. Talk to me. You, you are so confident in your calculations. You are so confident in your resume. You are so confident in your education and all of that's good stuff. I'm not beating you down. That's amazing. Celebrate you. If don't nobody else celebrate you, I celebrate you. 
But God is like, well, why be a believer if, if all you're going to do is calculate based on you? Mm. Father, forgive us tonight. Forgive us tonight, God, for having more confidence in our calculations, for having more confidence in our comfort, for having more confidence in our sales, for having more confidence in a paycheck by having more confidence in the people we're familiar with, but they're not the people that are part of our next. Forgive us for having more confidence, God, and what we think we know. Forgive us, God, here it is, for overvaluing what it is and underestimating what it can become if we would simply walk by faith. Forgive us, God. Forgive us, God. Forgive us. Forgive us. Forgive us. Come on, y'all. Let's repent together. Forgive us, God. And tonight, we reestablish that our confidence is in you. Tonight, God, we reestablish that our confidence is in you. God, it's not even in an outcome, which means even if it don't go the way we want it to go, we will not be disappointed. Why? My confidence was never in an outcome. My confidence was in the God of the outcome. It's in the God of the outcome. Everybody look at me. Everybody look at me. Look at me. Many times when people say they have faith, many times when people say that they are walking by faith and they have confidence, their confidence is in an outcome. Their faith is in an outcome. So look at me. Here's what happens. When the outcome doesn't come out the way you want it to, then you will say, my faith took a hit. Why did your faith take a hit? I'm just, I'm just, me and God are struggling right now. Why are you and God struggling? Oh, I just, I, I'm having a hard time believing. Why are you having a hard time believing? Let me tell you why. You're having a hard time believing because your faith was, and your confidence, it was not in the God of the outcome. Your confidence was in the outcome. So God, if you do this, I'm good. But if you don't do this, I doubt you. It's too quiet in this chat. This chat is feeling real Roman Catholic right now. And we love Roman Catholics, but it's feeling real quiet. Y'all acting like this is this is confessional or something. Let's go. It's quiet. How many of you can be honest that, that, that that's been you? I, my hand's up first. My hand is up first. My hand is up first. That, that sometimes our confidence, it's really, it, it's not in God. It's in the outcome. It's in, God, if I get this job, you're going to be good, good to me. No, he's good to you if you don't get the job. What if that job was going to be the thing that was going to ruin your future? God, if if you give me this relationship, God, I'm going to serve you all the way. For a relationship? You mean to tell me that you put God on the altar of a ninja? Or ninja at? It's quiet. We've all done it. We've all done it. Instead, here, here's, here's what we do. Our confidence is in God, Romans 8, 28. And we know all things work together for the good of them that love him and are called according to his purpose, which mean, guys, even if it doesn't go the way I want, I'm good. My confidence didn't take a hit because my confidence was not in the outcome. It was not in the outcome. God, if you save my marriage, I'll serve you the rest of my day. Really? You, you're going to put God on the altar of a marriage with an unpredictable human being? No, no, we ain't doing that. We ain't doing that. Mm -mm. Can I just get you to just type this? Let's go here. Just type no on the screen. Whatever platform you're on, NAH, we ain't doing that. No, 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 no. We ain't doing that. Mm-mm, mm-mm. That's not what we're doing. We are not going to put our confidence in, in, in that, which means, God, I'm going to do everything I can do. And then I'm going to need you to do what I cannot do. And even if it doesn't go the way I want it to go, my faith won't take a hit because my faith is in you. So if you don't let that happen, I'm good. I'm good. Come on, y'all. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. He says, do not throw away your confidence, which has a great reward. Do not throw away your confidence, which has a great reward. Let me use the next verse. All right. Um, for you have need of endurance or perseverance. Listen, so that when you have done the will of God, you will receive what's promised or you may receive what's promised, depending on the version. 
After I obey, then I obtain. After I obey, then I obtain. After I obey, then I obtain. Pay attention. Many times we're so busy calculating that we never actually obey any instruction. It's quiet. We are so busy calculating that we don't obey an instruction. You are so busy thinking about, well, let me see, before I sow this down, I'm seed. I got to do this, I got to do this. And God is like, if you don't get that money out your hands, if you don't get the money, but before I forgive, let me just think about what it's going to, if you don't forgive that joker, but before I do this, let me just think, God, like, if you don't hurry up and do what I said, do it. So, Father, I pray that we would do it, like, Lord, that we would do it and that we would not, watch me, have more confidence in our calculations. After we obey, then we obtain. We do not ob obtain in order to obey. And that's how many of us think, God, is that is that once we get it, then we obey. That's not how it works. After we obey, then we obtain. I pray that we would have a suddenly obedience. There it is. I pray that we would have a suddenly obedience, God, whatever it is, whatever it is, whatever the instruction is, whatever uh, the, the directive is, whatever it is we must do, God, I pray that we would instantaneously do it right now in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Come on, type suddenly again on the screen. Suddenly, suddenly. Are y'all having issues over here on the Bishop Foreman Instagram? Are y'all having issues or y'all good? I see some people that are, are saying they're having issues over there. IG is freezing for you. So I'm glad that we get, this is why we do all these platforms. So just in case one of them trips, we can we can trip on over to the next. All right, we keep it moving. All right, um, so listen, everybody listen, everybody listen. After you obey, then you obtain. But there's a word in there that's really interesting. For you have need of endurance or perseverance. In other words, he says, "You okay, y'all are good. Okay. He says, you have to last. You have to last. Everybody look at me. Everybody look at me. Everybody look at me. If the Please look at me real close. Please, 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 please. I got the lights a little lower than normal for Facebook and Instagram. It's just a little lower. On Instagrams, they're, they're bright, but on on this main camera here, it's a little lower than normal. All right, but I bet look at me, look at me. Everybody, you ready? If the enemy cannot kill you, he will settle with you being distracted. I'm gonna say it again and let you respond. If the enemy cannot kill you, he will settle with you being distracted. Napoleon said it like this. Never interfere with an enemy when they are in the process of destroying themselves. What do you mean? What do you mean, Bishop? What do you mean? Because, watch me, um, endurance implies that there's going to be some rough patches. Endurance implies that there's going to be some rocking and shaking and shaking and rocking. Endurance implies that there are going to be some things that I have to outlast. There are certain enemies you're going to have to outlast. There are certain challenges you're going to have to outlast. And here's what he does. So the enemy says, look, if I can just get you distracted and you don't endure, I'm good with that. If I can just get you distracted. Some of you don't even understand the warfare that's coming to your house. Watch me. It ain't even about your house. It's about distracting you from your next. Who am I talking to? Some of you, you don't even understand. You think, oh, the enemy's just trying to come against me and my kid. It ain't good. Listen, any present attack is about a future move. I'm going to shout right there. Any present drama, it's not about now. It's about what I'm about to do. The enemy and attacks and, and challenges, they come from the future into your present using your past against you. It is just like Terminator. Y'all remember that movie? Terminator came from the future when... Uh, Skycon or whatever that thing was called, where they uh, the machine said we have to go back in time. We have to go back in time to kill John Connor because if John Connor lives, he's gonna be the one that's gonna lead the resistance to scudding sudden Skycon or whatever it's called down. And for some of you, you don't even say you think it's about the devil just giving me trouble on my job. It ain't about your current job, it's about the fact that you're about to start a seven-figure business. 
Who am I talking to tonight? Oh, the devil just fight me. It ain't about this job. It's about the enemy want you to put so much emotional energy. So much emotional energy into your current battles that you do not prepare for your future successes. But I pray, God, that we would have endurance. I pray, God that we would have endurance. I pray, God, that we would have endurance. I pray, God, that we would have endurance. I pray, God, that we would have endurance and that we would not be distracted. We would not be distracted. We would not be distracted. Type that on the screen. We would not be distracted. We would not be distracted. We would not be distracted. We will not be distracted. We will not be distracted. We will not be distracted. Come on, say it, y'all. I will not be distracted in Jesus' name. It has nothing to do with now. It has nothing to do with now. You're talking about, oh, this relationship is just trying to let you know that because the Lord, that this ain't about this relationship. You're about to meet your fifth. Who am I talking to tonight? You go through seven counterfeits before you get to a fifth. That's 1 Samuel 16. Ain't got nothing to do with now. My God. All right, so look, so look. So look, can, can I back it up? Oh my goodness. All right, it's 745. Here we go. Let's go here. Let's go here. Um, um, Jesus, I'm going to give you one more example of this, and then we're going to move. I mean, I got to cover this last piece of prayer. Guys, if you're just coming in, let me know where you're watching from. Share this video tonight. We're on tons of platforms tonight. Share this video tonight. Be a blessing to somebody. All right? Especially over here. Normally, this former Instagram is popping. All right? Look at me, y'all. Look at me. 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 Um, so Jesus... Jesus is in the Garden of Gethsemane. Gethsemane, right? Gethsemane has two simultaneous meanings, right? One means to press. The second meaning means to bless. One means to press. The second means to bless. So the same thing that is pressing him is the same thing that's blessing him. In the Garden, the Bible says that three times he prays. And watch me. His endurance was tested. For some of you all, please look at me. Please look at me. It is not that you need, look at me. It is not that you need to stop. It is that you need to see. I'm going to say it again. It is not that you need to stop. It's that you need to see. This is what in the world does that mean? So he's in the garden of Gethsemane. Jesus, the anthropos, 100% God, 100% man. So it's man you can't believe he's God, so it's God you can't believe he's man. He is in the garden, and three times he says, Lord. But the Bible says he's greatly distressed. And he says, Lord, if it's possible, let this cup pass from me. He was like, watch me. In other words, I don't want to deal with this. Watch me. I'm dealing with a call I did not choose. Who am I talking to right now? I'm dealing with a challenge that I didn't choose. I didn't choose this. It chose me. I pray for every one of you tonight because I need you to hear me. You have been chosen. You've been chosen to be the curse breaker, chosen to be the first one in your bloodline, chosen to be the interruption to the dysfunction. You have been chosen to be the first one get free. You have been chosen. You didn't choose it. It chose you. That's what Bible says. Bible says you didn't choose him. Stop. Don't get it twisted. I gave my life to the Lord. That's really not accurate. The accuracy is, is that he chose you. That's accurate. That's accurate. That's accurate. You ready? Like, okay. So Jesus is like, Jesus is like three times. He's like, Lord, if it's possible, let this cup, the cup of what? The cup of suffering I am about to deal with. The cup of suffering I'm currently in. He was like, this is too much. Watch me. It only seems like too much because you can't see the other side yet. You better hear me. It only seems like so much because you can't see the other side yet. But I need you to prophesy. Say, but I'll see it soon. Come on, prophesy. But I'll see it soon. But I'll see it soon. All right. So three times he says, let it go. Let it go. Let it go. He's got Peter, James, and John with him. These marks can't even stay up and pray with the Lord, all right? So, you know, he goes back. He's like, could you not pray with me for an hour? Could you not join me on Monday night prayer for one hour? And Jesus goes back, goes back, goes back. The Bible says he's exceedingly sorrowful. He's extremely stressed out. And three times, watch me. He's like, I don't, I want to stop. I want to stop. But there's one word in that chapter that blesses me. You ready? Nevertheless, 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 
not my will, your will be done. Watch me. It, here's endurance, because I, I wanted to teach it so we could cover it in prayer. Here's endurance, y'all. Endurance is wrapped up in one word that produces action. Nevertheless. What does that mean? Nevertheless, sir, always the greater. Which means, watch me. For some of you, watch, please pay close attention to this. When Jesus was praying, can somebody tell me um, who actually was praying with him? Because I'm about to set somebody free tonight. I'm about to set somebody free. And some of y'all ain't going to be mad at people you were mad at. You're not about to be ticked off for people you were mad at. When Jesus was praying, who was praying? It literally is an open book test. I just told you the answer. Who was with him when he prayed? Who was with him when he prayed? Come on, somebody answer real fast. Type it in the chat. Come on, type it in the chat. Type it in the chat. Who was with him when he prayed? Who was with him when he prayed? Bingo. Nobody. Well, Bishop, I thought Peter, James, and John were there. Mm -mm. Uh-uh. They fell asleep. They fell asleep. Watch me. Here's why it seems so difficult to endure. Because for most of it, watch me, not just most of it, all of it, the truth is you are carrying all the weight by yourself. Who am I talking to right now? Who am I talking to right now? Listen, you tried to bring people to help you. You tried to bring people to help you. Who am I talking to? You tried to bring people along to help. And your help is sleep at the wheel. Your help is sleep. You are literally dealing with the pressure of the moment by yourself. Watch me. You can be married, but you're dealing with it by yourself. You can have a bay, but you're dealing with it by yourself. You can have a team, but you're dealing with it by yourself. Y'all better listen to what I'm trying to tell you. You tried to bring people with you, but the truth is you are dealing with this. By, you, you have people you run to, people you call, but the truth is, is that you're dealing with it by yourself. Who am I talking to? Wave at me if I'm talking to you. All right. Here's what I need you to know. You ready? It's like that on purpose. You are going to have to do this. You are going to have to endure. This ain't got nothing to do with them. So can I, can I free you up? Can I free you up? Can I free you up? There's sometimes God needs to show you how much you can do by yourself. He needs to show you how much you can do by yourself. So sometimes it is the Lord that will not permit them to help. Father, we free ourselves tonight. We free ourselves tonight, God, from the expectations that we place on people to do what we thought they should be doing, to do what we thought they should pay attention to, to do what we thought, why aren't they doing this? Why aren't they doing this? God, we free ourselves. Come on, you all the type on the screen, I'm free. We free ourselves tonight, God, on all of these platforms. Why? Because, God, because sometimes it is you that will not permit them to help because we need to see what we are able to do by ourselves. We will never know the extent, the extent of our gift, the extent of our talent, the extent of our call, the extent of our strength until we have to carry it by ourselves. And for that, God, we say thank you. And for that, God, God, we say thank you. In fact, God, we forgive those that we have been mad at, for not helping us in the moment, for not being there. We forgive the Peters, the James, and the John. We forgive people that we say, God, why aren't they helping me? Why aren't they doing something? Why aren't they there? Why aren't they supporting me? Well, they know I'm dealing with this. They know I'm stressed with this. Well, no, we forgive them. We don't have time to carry that burden. We don't have time to carry that bondage. Instead, we say thank you. Come on, I feel like going up. Tonight, God, we say thank you. Why? Because it was in Gethsemane that you showed us the strength of who you were. It's in Gethsemane, God, that we see who we are. The same thing that presses is the same thing that blesses. That's what Gethsemane needs. The same thing that presses is the same thing that blesses. So we say thank you, God. Thank you that they didn't help us. Oh, my God. Thank you that we had to figure it out on our own. Thank you that we had to make it happen by ourselves. Thank you, God, that we didn't have the support we thought that we needed. Why? Because we discovered that you were our support. I feel like prayer tonight. 
We discovered that you are our support, that our help and our strength comes from you. That's why the Bible says you give us the Holy Ghost, who is our helper. Our help comes from you. And where does the Holy Ghost dwell? He dwells in us, which means our help comes from the inside to change what's going on on the outside. And for that, God, we say thank you. Come on. Watch me. Here's something radical you've never said. You ready? I want you to type this. Thank them for not helping me. Type that like I just said. Thank them for not helping me. 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 Sometimes, watch me. God's like, I need you to see what you got. And you're never going to see it if you got a bunch of people helping you. Oh, my God. You're never going to see it. If you got a bunch of people that are doing that, that are backing you up, this is why your testimony is about to be mind blowing. Why? Because everybody else's testimony, somebody gave them something. Your testimony. Look, let me go. Let me, let me go. Let's go South Memphis for a moment. Your testimony is going to be you got it out the mud. Your testimony is going to be, listen, this, 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 uh, what, so I started from the bottom. Now I'm here and I haven't arrived. But what God has done, your testimony is going to be, look at what the Lord has done. Not what my team did. Mm. Not what my friends did. Not what my crew did. Not what my bro, what my sis did. It's going to be, look at what the Lord has done. Y'all better talk to me tonight. Look at what the Lord has done. Thank you to everybody that did not help. Because the God you believe in is going to get the glory. And watch me. He's reserved all of the He's reserved all of the glory for himself. 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 He's reserved all of the glory. I'm not talking to you, Siri. He's reserved all of the glory for himself. Wow. Oh, my God. We got five minutes left. Come on here. Come on here, Renault. Listen. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Guys, if you just come in and like the video, tell me where you're watching from. Sure. We got five minutes left on prayer. So here's what I want to do. Because um, there's, there's, man, I, there's so much I didn't get to cover. But aren't you glad you were on prayer? So listen. So listen. Uh, where do I want to go here? Let's do this. Um, in yesterday's message, um, it was called this, what hurt deepest actually helped most. I want to encourage you to go watch that in our app, watch it on Facebook, watch it on YouTube, watch it on our, get it, uh, the audio and our podcast. I'm going to say part two. Um, so, um, I'm going to give you tomorrow night a preview of Wednesday's message. It's going to be amazing. I'm going to do that, um, on the Bishop Foreman Instagram. If Instagram has fixed the bug. If they fixed the bug, um, because again, on Saturday's preview, the audio was not there. They've been notified to fix the bug. If they don't, then we'll do it on all the different platforms tomorrow night. All right. So that's nine o'clock tomorrow. Mark that in your calendars. Here's here's the one thing I want to cover um, um, real quickly, um, real quickly. Wow. Um, let's do it like this. Um, if you're on prayer tonight, um, we're going to do three things. And we're going to do them really fast. All right. We're going to do three things and we're going to do them really fast. First thing, Bishop, thank you for always being consistent. Amen. Even on my day. Yes. Oh, somebody said, Bishop, you going to do prayer on your birthday? Absolutely. Look, prayer is not about me. It's not about me. Right? Somebody says, you preach your socks off the past three Sunday. One day, I actually almost did preach them off. Literally. God bless you. Thank you so much. All right. We're going to do this. If you have a prayer request, I want you to drop it in the comments right now. And we're going to cover those requests. Listen, a prayer request. What's a prayer request? It's a prayer for yourself. Three types of prayer. Pray, that's for yourself. Intercede, that's to pray for somebody that cannot go to God on their own. Supplication, that's to pray for another Christian. I want you to drop your um, prayer request right now. Um, I, come on, come on. I want you to drop your prayer request right now uh, in the chat, whatever platform that you're on. I want to cover those. All right. That's number one. Number two. If um, you know someone that does not know the Lord, I want you to drop their initials on the screen. Guys, we got we got two and a half months to see 500 people come to the Lord. I want to see a thousand people come to the Lord. And we got two and a half months to see a little less than 500. All right. 
So um, this is the reason why I asked you to share. It's about people coming to the Lord. I need you to understand my heart. It is not just about getting the numbers up on lives and stuff. All right. It is about seeing people come to the Lord. That's my heart. So please understand what drives me. What drives me is seeing people come to the Lord. And we've created a whole system to then disciple them after that. That's why we have people send the text because then it will disciple them afterwards. All right. So number one, drop your prayer request. Number two, drop initials on the screen of people you know that are unsaved or that need to come back to the Lord. Here's the third thing we want to do. If you know a Christian that is going through with something now and you want to supplicate for them, I want you to drop that prayer request in the comments right now. We're going to do all three of them at the same time, real quick, for the sake of time, and we're going to cover those in prayer. Father, in Jesus' name, we sit in the seat first of the intercessor. We pray, God, for every set of initials on every platform, and we call them unto yourself right now in the name of Jesus. Father, we rebuke the enemy. We pray that whatever is trying to poison their minds, pollute their minds, to keep them away from you, God, we shut that down. We pray, God, that scales would fall from their eyes and their ears, and that they would be open, God, to hearing the word of the Lord, especially those that have fallen away, God. Now, there's a message in next month's series called How the Mighty Have Fallen. Father, we pray that whatever is trying to keep them from you, that it be shut down. Bring them back to you in Jesus' name. Now, God, we sit in the seat of supplication. God, we pray for other believers right now in the name of Jesus, and we cover them. We cover them right now in the name of Jesus. We're their backup in the spirit. They are not by themselves. They are not dealing with this by themselves. We are their backup in the spirit right now in the name of Jesus. And finally, God, I cover every single request for every individual tonight, God. You are the God that answers prayer. So, God, we pray that you, Lord, would answer these prayer requests with strategies. You are the God that answers with strategy. So provide strategy right now and what they are to do. There's some suddenly action that they need to take. There are some suddenly things they need to do. Father, and I thank you that they would do it, that they would obey, and so that we would see it manifest in their lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Guys, if you're on prayer tonight, you're not a Christian, this is your moment. Let's go. You need to give your life to the Lord for the first time. Recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure. On the count of three, I only need you to do one of two things. Number one, do it in a hand wave emoji or say, it's me. You need to become a Christian, recommit yourself low, or be sure. One, two, three. I need to respond on every platform right now. Mr. Foreman, I don't know where things stand with God. I'm talking to you. Mr. Foreman, I've never become a Christian. I'm talking to you. Well, what does it mean to become a Christian? It means that you give God your life. It means the good news is the bad news is wrong. It's the gospel. The gospel now, literally means the good news. And if that's you tonight, I need you to respond. This is your moment right now wherever you are at. This is your moment right now. Do that hand wave emoji or say, it's me. Do that hand wave emoji or say, it's me. Right where you're at. Right where you're at. You need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure. I will count you down. I'm waiting on you. No guilt, no condemnation, no saying, no worry about it. If I do that, then church people, listen, listen, that's never my heart. That's never my heart. That's not the heart of Horace. We're not judgmental. We don't beat people down. We speak life into people and lift them up. All right. That's you. I'm waiting on you. Five. I'm waiting on you. Four. I am waiting on you. Three. We are waiting on you. We're waiting on you. Two. We are waiting on you. I can see it. Well, I can see most of my platforms now. If this is your moment, if you respond right now, one. I want everybody to pray this for me. You can even respond on uh, if you're watching the replay, everybody say this to me. I see you. Everybody say this to me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Say, thank you for your love for me. Say, I confess in my mouth. I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and my Savior. Give me the grace to run this race in Jesus' name. Amen. Listen, guys, if you just prayed that prayer for the first time, recommitted yourself to the Lord, or you're now sure, take out your phone. Well, you got your phone, uh, more than likely. 99% of people look at prayer on their phone. Text that word DECISION to 877-552-4746. If you're on uh, all the platforms except Instagram, uh, you are able to see that right there at the bottom of the screen. All right. Listen, lastly, let me say this. And prayer bless you. So bless what blesses you. Faithful givers flourish. I want to encourage you to sow. Uh, the methods to sow uh, are, um, are you can use Cash App. Uh, it's right there. Dollar sign, Bishop Foreman with the number two. 
If you want to sew that way, you can also use PayPal, Venmo, Zelle. All of that is available for you. Also, the email for all of that is hello at harvestchurch.church. All right. I'm moving fast because it's 802. We're a little bit over and I like to keep it right to an hour. All right. Um, listen, love you guys. Um, that preview tomorrow night, nine o'clock. And for any reason, um, we see that there's another bug with Instagram from the live tonight. Then we will be on a we'll do this on a multitude of platforms instead of just the Bishop Foreman Instagram until they get that posted. All right. Love you guys again. Thank you so much for all your love today. It has been an amazing day, amazing several days. I decided. So one of the other things I decided to do this year, um, I just my decision. I decided that um, a friend of mine said something so good to me. It was so simple. It was so good. Somebody said, what's the number? Pastor, the number to so let's do this. Um, yeah, need of endurance. Let's go back to that screen. So to Hebrews 10, 35, something with those numbers, 1035 in it. You could do $35.10. You could do $351. Those numbers, 1035, 1035, um, and, and 1035. Don't throw away your confidence. All right. The scripture we're talking about. Great question, sir. Um, so let me say this. Uh, he says something so amazing to me, y'all, and then I'm going to let you go. I'm going to be like Pharaoh and let God's people go. Um, listen to what he said to me. He says, you got to be good to you. Um, he says, you only get one of you. And that was so simple to me. But I said, what? I said, that is so simple, but that's so good. You only get one of you. So you got to be good to you. Um, so I decided um, that um, look, I'm still it's it's my birthday every day for the every day for the foreseeable future. So tomorrow, look, I'm gonna send myself some balloons. <laughs> Got some sitting right there. I love them. Um, I'm a, look, look, look. You only get one you. You gotta be good to you, especially for those of you who are you sit in in positions where you're responsible for many people. It's so important that you're good to you because you can spend your whole life being good to people and never, ever being good to you. And, and watch me. And it doesn't have to be either or. It's both and. You don't just, well, if I'm, I can't be good to people. And, mm -mm, it's both of them. Both of them. B-O-F-F-U-M. You can be good to both. You can do right by people and you can do right by yourself. Hey, Amen. That's, that, that's so simple. But I said, man. Mm -mm. I said, that's good. I love you guys. If this bless you, go so. Donald Simon is former number two or PayPal, Ben Moselle. Give it a five. Hello at HarvardSearch.Church. Love you. Shalom, everybody. See you tomorrow night, nine o'clock mountain. Shalom. Love y'all. Love y'all. Let's hope this Mr. Foreman Instagram's got its stuff together. All right. Love you on all the other platforms. Shalom, y'all. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday ah feel the whoa with listerine at bj's you can save two dollars and fifty cents now on listerine products like total care anti-cavity fluoride fresh mint mouthwash or cool mint pocket packs fresh breath strips at your nearest bj's location experience the feeling of a million germs zapped in seconds with listerine discount available through december 24th save now only at bj's